0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Waggle and Whiff podcast. A little bit of something different this week. We're going to throw it back to one of our pilot episodes that I thought would be good to do because we have some hilarious moments in it. Uh, I tell you how we came up with the name Waggle and Whiff for the podcast. Scotty stuffs his face the entire podcast with pizza, so you can look forward to hearing him chewing. It's going to be great. Uh, He tells a really funny, unique story about his buddies and the tradition they do uh, to watch the British Open. And we also got some tiger takes and some major tournament recaps. So enjoy the podcast, everybody. I'll start off by telling why I thought of Waggle and Whiff. Grab your wine. First wine sip. Ah. So buddies and I. First of our golf buddies trip, actually, this spring. Uh, My buddies from Connecticut and I go down to Streamsong. We planned about a year ago, we're going to go on this trip. We're going to go to Streamsong. It's going to be awesome. I'm like his brother, a couple of his buddies from Philly. We got eight guys. We're going down. We're going to have a good time. You know very serious. We've got betting games going, we've got Excel spreadsheets with with quota games going. Um, I've learned a lot about this. We obviously get a little too uh, hammed up on night one of the Golf Buddies trip, as is common, right? As you should <laughs> in night one, absolutely. Yeah, this is before golf one, this is just <laughs> landing and night one. I feel like you should be that way on the flight. All
1: right, well,
0: yes, that was. <laughs> Part of it, yeah. Well, we did have an hour drive from Tampa, but you know, we there may have been a couple Bud Lights cracked in the back seat. Next morning, (laughs) I'm thinking this is big time golf trip. This is like major, you know, major practice facilities. Everything else. What happens? We're rolling out of bed like we're late for the shuttle. Of course. We're going. We're trying to make our first tee time at like 7:30 a.m. on day one. No warm up. No warm up. Still dizzy and and dehydrated from the night before. Better buy an extra sleeve. (laughs) Definitely did that. So anyway, so we actually, the group in front of us is a little slow. So we get on the first tee. I've got a little extra time. And they actually have one of those orange whippy things on the first (laughs) tee. You see this? You've seen (laughs) it. Everyone's seen the golf commercial for these. Does anybody ever bought one of those? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I've definitely seen them at golf courses. (laughs) But but I didn't expect to see it laying on like the tee marker of T1. I'm like, I didn't even get to go to the driving range. I'm going to swing. I've never swung one in my life. I'm like I'm gonna swing this thing. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this feels pretty good. It's like weighted at the bottom. It's it's a nice little for anybody who hasn't seen this. If you there's been Golf Channel commercials on it, I think it's actually called the Orange Whip. I don't I don't know what the actual product's called, but it's very weighted. It we should see to, if we can get a sponsor. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. No no sponsorships on first on episode one, but you kind of get a good like feel for the for the golf swing with it. But it is very heavy at the bottom of the golf swing. It's supposed to really like. Kind of slow you down. And then, so I do this for a good two, three minutes. Do some hamstring stretches. Now we're up. I am first to tee off. Of course. Uh, I get my driver in my hand. First time I'm swinging a real club of the week. And it feels like literally a feather. Like Quick question. So How many light. Bud Lights have you had at this point? I've had zero, which is probably a problem. Yeah. I mean, it's just literally roll out of bed, shuttle, first tee, orange whip. Those are the first. <laughs> first you already three. fall over before. I barely, you, uh, get... I, I barely, I think I wore a mismatching outfit. Like, I didn't, you know, I rolled out of bed in the dark. You know, club feels like a feather, and, uh, you know, it's starters looking. There's a couple groups behind us. So there's a little bit of people there, you know, little maybe a little bit of nerves flowing. Of course. But still, I'm thinking smooth swing, get get us off, get us in the short stuff. What do I do? I probably swung harder than I ever <laughs> swung in my entire life, and I missed the ball completely by about six inches. <laughs> like I was not even close to hitting the golf ball on the first tee, like a straight up whiff. You went full. Oh, so you didn't hit anything? Nothing. You didn't do Lauren Davies, just make my own tee? No, I, I didn't top it. Got it. I, didn't, I didn't tap it to the right. I didn't shank it. I 100% whiffed. Okay. It, did you play it off like it was a practice swing? Or? No, everybody did. <laughs> okay. I mean, 30 people started dying laughing. And I couldn't even... I had to back away. Uh, and yeah, I had to own it. I had to own it. Yeah. I to, no, I, guys, I tried to hit the golf ball that time, and yep. it, I wasn't even close. Um, I've never done that before. I'm actually not that bad a golfer, but I've never done that before. Everybody has um, stopped listening to anything mm. golf. You say it, does point. <laughs> but yeah, so that was... Uh, that was you know, one of the reasons I uh, thought about, you know, the name Waggle and Whiff. I love it. What's going on with you? You got you got an embarrassing story to kick off the uh, the podcast, Scotty? Uh,
1: no waggle and straight whiffs. Yeah, um, but good. like so I just wanna S- wall S- the listener into what's going on here at Steve's kitchen. There's two bottles of wine open. Right. Paint the picture. There's the hottest jalapenos. <laughs> I can't even talk right now because I'm eating these jalapeno pizzas. And like seven different cheeses that he has out on the floor. I can't even barely breathe. Might as well just talk. And he wants to record a podcast tonight. Yeah. So that's where we're basically at at this point. That's right, what right. with. But something really did, and I want to share this with you. Okay. So I'm playing golf in a fivesome Saturday morning. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. The elusive and, 5 Yes, so. the very elusive five-some. Very prestigious country club here in Los Angeles. I mm-hmm. won't name names. Um, but we start on the back, and number nine's our last hole. And my buddy Chris flares one way to the right. Mm-hmm. Definitely 75% chance out of bounds. Um, so he goes <laughs> over there, and like he he notices some workers working in a backyard. <laughs> and he asked the guy. Now they didn't speak English, but he asked them if they saw his <laughs> golf ball. Yeah, a Caucasian man who was determined himself as the owner of the house okay. comes out and starts yelling at my friend Chris. Oh, he says, You're getting crazy. <laughs> "They don't work for you. Uh-oh. Don't give him the ball. Don't do anything. Don't Uh-oh. talk to this guy." So we got some workers homeowner animosity. Yeah, there. we got some issues. Slash there. golfer. Okay. By the way, like everybody in our group is highly intoxicated at this point. We want to get off the golf course. This is our last hole of the day. It's hole number 18. We would fucking love if this guy came over the fence and just give him some Tiger Woods nine iron treatment. So anyways, they have a discussion. Um, By the way, let me just paint this picture. This guy has a pet horse in the back. Oh wow. Yeah. Pet horse. So my friend says, hey, I just asked if they saw the ball. Didn't mean to do anything. He said, oh well, it's a true story. Por favor you didn't say you didn't say please, that means por favor <laughs> in Spanish, they don't speak English.
0: Oh my gosh. So this guy's really serious. You,
1: super serious, super uncalled for. So my friend Chris says, sorry, I just wanted the ball. And he goes, What's your name? And you, you know, they don't work for you, they work for me. Now first of all, I'm not gonna the thing that they work for you me, not for you, yeah. tells you what type of guy this guy is, right? Of course. In the meantime, of them going back and forth, he actually almost steps on his golf ball that's in bounds. Okay. So, Good anyways. News. Good news for Chris. Great Congra- news. For, congratulations. Great news Chris. for Chris. By this time, all four other guys have already hit and we're on the green. We start watching this happen. The guy says, Oh, I'm going to write you guys a letter because I'm a member too. Well, Chris says, Well, I'm a member too, and I'm going to call the animal control because you keep your horse locked up, <laughs> <laughs> which he didn't like. Ooh. And he's. This guy, he has a pet horse in the backyard, too. Has gotta, okay. Horse horses yeah. got to run. And so, anyways, in the meantime, that howl happens. Chris is about 220-something yards out, hacks it out. It's a great shot in the back of the green. Yolks the guy and just says right up to him and just says... Fuck you, (laughs) and just walks off. And And the guy,
0: did the member, have to watch his shot. Yeah, oh, he did. It was
1: was a great story. So that's what I take away from my Saturday
0: and my weekend golf. That's a great. That's a great story. Uh, Yeah, I just think it's funny that a fellow member who's obviously probably done that like hundreds of times, right? He's definitely hit. If you're a member at a golf course, you've definitely hit it in someone else's golf. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, and you've definitely wondered, oh shoot! And here's the thing: like, can I get that ball? Chris, Chris was very
1: nice. He just asked the guys if that was his golf ball, which wasn't. He didn't go up to him and say, "Hey, throw the ball back." He didn't call them any names, anything like that. He just asked for the ball, and this Caucasian young man who was clearly paying these guys to work for yeah. him decided that he was going to have an issue with it.
0: <laughs> my, my my take on people living on a golf course. If you don't want golf balls shattering your window or landing in your backyard, or people asking your workers or whoever you've hired, the landscape the backyard exactly don't buy a house on right. the fucking golf course. fucking move go somewhere right. else right. if you're if you're living on the course of a prestigious prestigious la country club 100%. you can obviously afford property somewhere else not on a golf course exactly. go go find another fucking exactly. house dude exactly, exactly.
1: and he was four foot six and you by the way there's eight people with three caddies and a five oh. so i'm like
0: if he would have hopped the fence would have not been good for him what a jerk uh, all right, so those are two good little, uh, good little stories to kick it off here. Um, we got the major championship season in full swing. We're starting this. Hello, point. what is today? It's August sixth. We're starting this podcast on August sixth. On August sixth. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. That's okay. He's had a lot of wine. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been. I, I would say. How would you rate the major championship season so far? I'm gonna give it a solid B plus. Really? Or, okay. um, so be plus. um
1: Tiger hasn't won, so we can't give it an A. No. No. If you were a one, there'd be an A. We'd have a um, plus. Captain America, I think, awesome at Augusta. Yep. Kepka going back to back is a cool story, but like nobody's interested. And the bigger story out of the US Open was Phil and the USJ, which we can talk about later if we'd like. And then the Open Championship was cool, but no one's really down with Molinari. And then mm. we got PGA at Belle Reve, which is interesting for a lot of different reasons because we have a chance. JT obviously won last week, and he can go back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to give it mm-hmm. a solid B+, frankly, just because Captain America won at Augusta and just basically gave you know yeah. two middle
0: fingers to all the haters out there. <laughs> I like that. I like that take. I think I'm going to give it a solid B. Okay. I'm not going to go B+. I, I think... It, you know, here's the reason why. I would like to see more, you know, back and forth. I want to see more blows. I want to be, I want to see birdies down the stretch. I want to see tragedy down the stretch. I want to see. Come and go. I want to see leader leaderboard changes, and I haven't gotten as much of that as I would have. You want Tiger Rocco playoff at Torrey. Uh, well, not necessarily Rocco, but I want <laughs> I want like Tiger Rory. I yeah. want Tiger Spieth. Got it. I want. I mean, it's not even. I'm not giving it a B just because it's no Tiger. It'd be, it'd be nice. I mean, we all want Tiger in the conversation yeah, on Sunday, whether you actually want him to win or you don't. And I think 99 percent of our listeners probably do want to see him win. Um, I, you know, I, I, to me, I just want to see, I want to see, you know, the Masters this year to me was the best because, thank you for the for the report on the wine there, Scotty. Can you guys hear that? That's more wine going yeah. for Stevie. Yeah, that's a cheap glass of, uh, <laughs> we won't tell you which kind of wine, but it's uh, it tastes pretty good, right? It's a $9. Yeah. Social. <laughs> ah, yes, dude, you know how much it was. Uh, but honestly, you know, the Masters to me, I think was the best because, you know, Captain America is a guy, you know, some people like to hate. For some reason Story, but you know what? Before that, not a lot of pe- I think everybody really liked Patrick Reed. I don't think there was as much of a public story. Right. Of, right, right. You know, the weirdness of his background. Which you Help. know nobody can really it's it's really hard to comment on either side of that because you know you know something weird is going right. on um in Patrick Reed's life. But I mean it's just weird to be estranged s- from your parents. Steal a line from a president and say both sides. Yeah. I mean it, it's it's a it's a tough. It's a tough thing. I, right. mean, I don't really know, you know, who's right or who's wrong there. I know it's weird, um, and I'd rather <laughs> I would have rather seen Jordan come all the way back or Ricky get his first. Are you a Ricky guy? Uh, uh yes. Uh, yeah. at, the, at the risk of being a, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, pledging any sort of homer allegiance. Who's he gonna win, bro? I, I don't know, man. Uh, it, we'll we'll talk further Ricky at a, at a different time. I think it's obvious. Is obviously. You know, one of the best players. Does Rory or Spieth get a career grand slam before Ricky wins one? That's a good question. Does Rory or Spieth get a career grand slam before Ricky gets one? I'm going to say yes. Because here's, and only if you include both people, because I think there's a better chance that Rory or Jordan wins a major before Ricky does. Shout out to all those Ricky Fowler fans. (laughs) All
1: those kids with those orange caps. Steve's, oh, yeah. Steve's going against you, maybe.
0: No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm. I want. I no. By no means, like I want Ricky to get his first before anybody else wins the next major, e- including Tiger. Um, and that's just why I don't know. The guy just seems like a stand-up guy. He's cool. Doesn't care too much about about golf to the point where you kind of, you know, you're kind of like obsessed or t- too obsessed with it. There's a there's a side of him that doesn't take life too seriously, and I think that's that's what drives you in a I little bit. I agree. He, he's, and he's also just such a fucking good golfer, and he's got such a desirable lifestyle. I agree,
1: and it's I think it's awesome for golf. I'm rooting for him too.
0: I think all I, I think he appeals to kids, and he's you know he does the right thing, all that. He's a good ambassador. Of the it. you know what won me over about him?
1: He bought a stand bag out for. a a Tournament <laughs> so somebody wouldn't have to carry that was a, a
0: large step of course. It was that was a shiny. the standbag props okay. to the standbag. Got me.
1: Um, Can we get a free one? But I, but
0: I it. was saying, I would think I was going off on that that because I, I think the Masters had that right, it had the drama of Spieth went off. I mean, Spieth shot what did he shoot on Sunday at the man? I mean, he shot like 65, 64, something like that. I mean, he just—he was like eight shots back, and he just went off, and we we're like, "Holy shit!" Like, right. Smith could actually win this thing. I mean, he came down the stretch, firing, and then you had Ricky making birdies in the back nine, and there was, and you could kind of tell the crowd is pulling for Ricky. He buries that birdie on eighteen; place goes nuts, absolutely. Now Reed's got to make a par. At least there's some pressure on him. Um, but you know, it, you know, it just—it didn't. You know, Reed won. It was a new major, great master champ, great masters champion um great start to the season there great pink shirt too yep i loved the u.s open this year did you loved the uh, rookie k back uh, to back yeah i mean what can you say about that guy i mean what a beast yeah just i mean impressive. listen show them by like the a... way
1: i play the same irons you know the <laughs> <Missouri> jpx tour 900s <laughs> he, he only shoots like
0: 100 shots worse but it's you know <laughs> 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 but he plays over, the same ones over two days not four okay and this is what, you know, it's what I want. I want players talking about how difficult the course is. I don't care if it's slightly harder than, you know, they want it to be. Um, we can get more into, like, the fairness of the course. Okay, you
1: like but, that. You would think the U.S. Open should be awful, the toughest tough test in golf. Yeah. And we they should struggle to shoot around par. Not a birdie fest. I agree. Yeah. I agree.
0: And I had no problem, you know, I think they took a lot of heat for... Letting the golf losing the golf course, as Zach Johnson like to say, or getting the course getting out. By the way,
1: no one knows what that means. No,
0: they've they've <laughs> lost the golf course in St. Louis for the for the PGA. There's like burnt spots uh, everywhere. Don't uh, talk about
1: my hometown like that, buddy. Well, no, they're talking about
0: it. They're they've it's done a very but, good job. By the way, the it's very fucking
1: soft because it's been like three months of just straight rain. It's going to be another birdie fest.
0: Yeah, it'll be a birdie fest. And that's what we want. That's what we want for PGA championships. Yeah, that's what we want for, um, uh, you know, even the Masters. You know in the back nine you're going to have a birdie opportunity on 15. If you hit a good shot on 12, I mean, there's going to be challenges. Well, the PGA but gonna be is the
1: easiest. so There should be birdies. There should right. be a,
0: more of a birdies fest,
1: right. which it will be, which is why I think JT goes back-to-back, early prediction.
0: Really? Yeah. Early prediction. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know who's going on this. I kind of like Spieth this week. I just kind of have this redemption feeling. Like, Yeah, hey. he's putted well all year. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's got some work to do on the putter, but I, I he's just always he's got this knack. He's that major championship guy. Like by the way, did you see the shorts today in the practice room? Yeah, the blue ones. I'm letting the legs show. Letting the legs show. A little white on those legs. But, <laughs> but, but for uh, a Texas guy, you'd think he'd be a little more tan. I must agree. Well he's got to wear pants like four days a week while he's playing golf. You know, it's not easy being a pro golfer. Uh, I mean, my legs are fine. So Shinny, let's let's quick yeah. quick Shinny thoughts. So here's here's my overall thoughts on Shinny. I thought that what was unfair about it, if I'm gonna say one unfair thing, all the players are griping, they lost the golf course, all this stuff. Mike Davis, earmuffs. If there was one thing that they should have better predicted, it was on Saturday the difference between the the what the players had to deal with in the morning versus what the leaders had to deal with in the afternoon. And you were basically punishing the, the players who were better golfers on Thursday and Friday and had afternoon tee times. Which is... Look, we all know golf courses firm up in the afternoon. Like, there's normal level of yep. that. But this when was... was like, picks up. Uh, but this was... The, I mean, it got... It was like... You could see that they couldn't... Uh, not attack anything. They couldn't... They didn't know what to do. They yeah. had no... It was like hitting into a garage floor. It was, it was like... The ball was going to bounce wherever it did, and it was almost sheer luck in the afternoon with whether you had an opportunity to make a birdie or a par or whether you are going to make double bogey.
1: As someone that's been around the tour for a little bit, we can talk about past experiences, but I don't think this is about me. It's the all everyone what people want is just predictability right you can make it as tough or as easy as possible to make pars or birdies but you have to make it predictable right that the good shot gets rewarded to land if you land it in the right spot it should be rewarded right. land it in the wrong spot it's not rewarded and that's what i think to your point they didn't get right is that it was unpredictable and that is a Sets in a little bit of unfairness for the golfers.
0: Right. And when you talk about unfairness, what happened is on, on Saturday morning, you saw some good scores. You saw like five under par. And then on Saturday afternoon, you didn't. And guys like Dustin Johnson, who had worked a three- or four-shot lead, you know, got penalized. I, you know what I really think? And this is a little bit of the conspiracy take here. Go ahead. Yeah, I love it. But I think... I have another sip of wine, think, Yeah, before you says Yeah, finish. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> but the... I think Mike... I think... I shouldn't say Mike Davis, because there's more than one... Oh, but making, he's a great guy. Decisions. To hate. I don't hate Mike Davis. Actually, I love the USGA. I love how they make it. I love how they make it tough. I wish they didn't apologize you're and just going, they just said deal with it. You're just going for the invite to next year's Open, aren't you? I am. So if you're listening, <laughs> please invite me, Mike Davis. But I think that on 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 set like you know, what they should have done was was obviously take into consideration weather of, of the day. But, but what they were really scared of was DJ went. I think he was like 4-under, and they thought... Get him bottles of wine, Uncle? Okay? Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's been a while since he was <laughs> open. But but DJ was 4-open at that time, and I think that they were scared he was going to shoot 2 or 3-under yeah. on Saturday, and then 2 or 3-under again on Sunday, and then the final score was going to be like 8 to 10-under. Yep. They didn't want that. And they didn't want it. Especially so they, after what happened at Aaron Hills. I think... Exactly. And that's why I, th- I think they actually purposely tried to make it hard in the afternoon, and, and then they realized, oh, shit, what yeah. do we do? yeah, yeah. yeah. And... That's what happened. Now I also will say that I don't care about what happened on Sunday. A lot of people were like, they made it too easy. They put the pins in the middle of the greens. That's fun. On Sunday it was it was fun to watch. People were able to make birdies. But it's right. Dustin couldn't make a putt against Brooks. If Dustin could putt on Sunday, he would have won it. Uh, I think overall thoughts, USJ, don't apologize for that stuff. You made you made some minor mistakes on Saturday with some pin locations and making it maybe a little bit too unpredictable, as you said earlier. Yep. But other than that, stop apologizing. That's your tournament. That's what it is. It's the, it's the best tournament of the year for all of those reasons. I agree. What do we got? O- open championship last yeah. two weeks ago, right? of um, leading on Sunday. The big cat. The big cat was in it on Sunday. Uh, we are West Coasters, so I'm going to be honest. I completely miscalculated time on Sunday, by the way. I don't know why this happened, but on Saturday, the leaders teed off like... An hour and a half later than they teed off on Sunday. Right, so What's the deal Steve with that?
1: Steve is just explaining that he's an undedicated golf watcher because everybody knows that NBC Sports <laughs> the streams the Bopin, what does I call it? The Bopin. British Open. Right? This called the Bopin. And by the way, it's so for I have a tradition in the last, I would say, five years in a row. I was going to ask you about this. Wednesday night, me and my buddies, we this all go like, get hammered on Wednesday. And then we do a traditional English breakfast Thursday morning and watch the Bopin and then go play... The Bopin. I love it. Rustic Canyon, which is a link-style golf course in the L.A. area, and you can't play anything over a five-iron. Stingers all day? All fucking day. And that's what we've done the last five years. And there's six of us, and we have a great time,
0: and we're hammered from Thursday, basically, to Sunday just watching the Bopin. I love that idea. Didn't you say once that... One of your buddies knocked on your front door and showed up in, like, all rain. Oh, so, a so great story, right? So
1: so 2015, right? He, My buddy just moved into a new place down in West L.A. I got there early, and there was bad weather in 2015. I knock on the door. He answers the door in full-on zero restriction. Golf gear. <laughs> and also brings in—he used to DJ. So he brought brings in a fog machine— and so the whole room was just foggy <laughs> to try to make it look like inclement weather, <laughs> and we just have a just great a, time.
0: Just a bunch of guys in rain gear yeah. in an apartment with a fog machine, yeah. washing the bridge yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we eat breakfast like at four in the morning, and it's definitely you know fish or chips or capers oh or salmon, God. very English. This is amazing. Yeah, it's if, great. if we don't do that together next year, we're not friends anymore. Well, you're you're invited. <laughs> It, it takes place every year. It's called the Bowpen's The greatest Thursday of my life. Sorry, work. I've been sick on a Thursday in July the <laughs> for the last six years for a certain reason. Uh,
0: it's the Bow Yeah, boss, if you're listening, uh, you know Scotty's already got pre-planned flu. Uh, yeah, July seventeenth, July seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> uh, Anyways, that, that's an amazing story. I think that's a great... I think fun ways to watch golf. We should get more into that because I want to hear from some of our listeners really about some of the traditions, some of the things you guys do when you go to watch golf tournaments. I love watching golf. There's probably a lot of people out there. I know there's a lot of wives. There's a lot of you know, casual sports fans that are like, how can I sit there and watch golf? I can't get enough golf. <laughs> Give me the weekend. I'm with you. And get, and I, I play golf in the morning. Yeah. Maybe I have chores that my wife's making me do. <laughs> That I by the way, you're don't. cleaning all this tonight, and she, yeah, yeah I am. And uh, where did Emily go? She gets mad at me. I know. I don't know where she's, she's gone, gone. But she she did. Uh, but she did help out with this charcuterie board that we're munching on right now, which is delicious. But <laughs> once I get my ass on the couch, especially major championship weekends, oh, it's yeah. like what is better, just relaxing on the couch and maybe cold beer and watch, watching golf. I nothing nothing. And by the way, I'll watch. Webcom. Well, by the way, I love Bopen. Like that's yeah. that's a great so there's there's obviously there's obvious debate between like it used to be called the British Open. Yep. Like, us North Americans call it the British Open a lot a so, lot of times. Now it's it's very on the Golf Channel. Nobody will can nobody So not will, only the Golf Channel, but nobody NBC, will say British but Open. NBC
1: and, has in their contract that they get fined. They so get like, fined. They I did like, not know this? So NBC and Golf Channel get fined like $20,000 if they refer to it as the British Open. They can only call it the Open Championship. It's part of the contract that they signed with the R&A.
0: That is a great little <laughs> tidbit there. And, and Scotty plays a lot more of the prestigious <laughs> LA courses than I do. Um, so he's got... So the guy that
1: opened the podcast with... I
0: went to stream song <laughs> and going to Ireland in three weeks. Yeah, well I'm pretty excited about that. The Bopin, as Scotty refers to it, maybe one of the most fun front nine to watch yes. right yes. um Especially even steve missed part of it because he was still sleeping and then woke up and was like what the hell they're on nine ten what was going on i mean talk uh, since i didn't watch it and yeah. you obviously did yeah rain gear with the fog machine yeah it's great tell me hammered by the tell way. me what you thought about the, the front nine i mean first of all saturday mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say this first so the minute. front so was that saturday or sunday because very different emotions well i'll talk saturday because fr- i watch a lot of thursday through saturday okay Tiger getting to where he was, the leaderboard where it was. I mean, maybe, maybe the best. I think if I'm gonna if I'm gonna judge a tournament from Thursday to Saturday, I'm yeah. taking the British Open as the best. The Carnoustie was great i thought the i agree but can we agree that the point is that the
1: fundamental fact is that you get to watch first thing thursday morning so your weekend is oh, already so good. set You're right like who gives a shit about going to work after you've watched four hours of great coverage <laughs> and watching whoever like sandy lyle shoot 80
0: out of the, and hack it out of the the burn it was amazing I loved watching it. A lot of big names in the mix. Uh, Spieth was there all weekend. My boy Ricky was there up until his, his triple bogey on Saturday. I, I, I must once say uh, one thing: the British Tiger
1: is not as good as it used to be because there's no Ivor to say game number four, day four. No, there is. But it's not Ivor, and Ivor was the best oh, at it. Dad. He used to stand there for thirteen hours straight before he we went to the restroom. <laughs> and I've and almost. He just week. wore. He wore the pens. You didn't I've, know that. I've got. Three glasses of wine in me right now and I have no
0: inclination to try to go to the bathroom yet and so that means you're dehydrated probably so give us a sunday rundown cuz cuz saturday I think I, I mean that whole week I was I couldn't get enough I was this is the best the right. leaderboard was everything i and wanted and it continued to be.
1: over to the, the sunday and i think when tiger on 9 or 8 had that birdie and then took the lead we were starting to get all those feels again I haven't felt that way since he was in the run at the Players' Championship or at the Valspar. I think both of them were, were kind of similar. He had a really bad hole 14 players that the ball just didn't stay up on the lip.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I think if he does, he makes that putt. And then you know him and Webb down the stretch run 17-18, we would see. When he took the lead, I definitely thought he was going to win. I won't tell you how much money I am invested <laughs> into that Tiger wins another major to some individuals, but it would have made my year if he would have capitalized. Mm. Yeah. Big loss so, for so, Scotty boy. And then all of a sudden, and then we got the 11 and 12, right? And you remember on 10, when he hit it out of the pot bunker, the crazy shot, and still made par of it, and I felt like yeah. he just felt like he was Superman, Great, swing. and then tried to do the same thing on 11 out of the awful shit. And it went, you know, 70 yards left, didn't get up and down, and then another bogey and never really got it back. You know, but I feel like if he hits the
0: fairway there at 11 or 12, we're in for, you know, the 15th major. Couldn't agree with you more there. I turned it on 11, which is, I think, where he made his double, right? right, exactly. And if you're superstitious Tiger fans out there, you don't like me because I literally turned that on like in bed, hungover, Thinking I was turning it on when so the Steve leaders So on the like, west side of LA if you want to send your hate mail. figure forgot where that is. <laughs> uh, but I, I, when I turned it on, I was thinking I would see leaders... At the like, you know, third or fourth hole, and I was gonna yeah. watch most of the day. Instead, I see Tiger Woods putting for double bogey. That was the first thing I saw <laughs> when I turned it on, and I'm like, no, yeah, no, this is the worst, no, yeah. this is not happening. And then, uh, and then 12, I thought maybe there was a chance when I saw all the scores, and then no, I just it bogeyed that, and it was just like over. So, my British Open Sunday was experience, Molinari making every par putt in the world, oh, and then speed fell off the rails too. Like, so I, I just watched on Sunday at the British open is like one of the most disappointing golf days that sucks for you life. because if you would have turned it on an hour and a half earlier right you would have been
1: out of your chair making breakfast drinking oh bottles of champagne god it would
0: have been amazing yeah it was not to be so uh you know i i still do think whether i was awake or not he would have double bogeyed so maybe it was a little bit Dude less screwed steve screwed the tiger you um, slayed him. I screwed the pooch. Guy in the red shirt's looking for you. <laughs> it's been a decent major season so far, though. It was uh, it was fun wa- three days to watch the British Open and a terrible morning of Sunday
1: afternoon watching Tiger. Yeah,
0: that was bad. Double. Um, PGA is next. We'll get a little more into that. The. Uh, the The schedule's changing a lot, right? We've the schedule's changing much, yes. I I have a take on so this. the Open
1: will be the last one of the year. This one moves to May.
0: Right, the players goes up. So I don't I don't like it. Well, January. no, I, next year's a different story. A players moving up. That's that's yeah. Okay, what do you don't like? this year? I don't like the fact that we had to go Open. Yep. basically week off, but RBC Heritage. So DJ had to play. By the way, cause that's Canadian. a sponsor. Well, he's right. sponsored yeah. by RBC, too. Right. So well, go over and to
1: play. Mr. Gretzky might have had some things to say about yeah, not playing. Yeah, in that's right. That's yeah. that's a very good point.
0: Yeah. Then you go right into Firestone, which everybody yeah. has to play. That's a the the WGC. The, the a lot of money. Yeah. The week it's after WGC or WGC, you've got to go to the PGA Championship. Well,
1: point. remember, Steve, this is a Ryder Cup year, so the schedule is a little mushed, anyways, in the back end of this, right? Yeah, but
0: I don't like the idea of forcing players to play WGC right before they're I playing made. for. Six seven million dollars. No, I'm not. I have no problem with them. With the amount of money they're paying for I think they they'll tell them they can get on their private jet out of Van Nuys and go play, right? Okay, and so then fly into Villariv. If you're if you're DJ or any, yeah, I do not see? feel sorry for them. Sorry, fair, very fair take. But if you're DJ, you want to win major championships, right? Yeah. He's got one. All right. Well, take take RBC off. You can. It's it's a sponsorship obligation. RBC will be fine if he wins the
1: WCG or he wins the. PGA Championship. He's right? got to commit to that. I, okay, I, I then have three
0: to... plays three weeks in a row. Stays no, out of four. No. Stays out of four seasons let's, and let's flies count. private. Let's I count. Life sucks. No, okay, no, <laughs> his life doesn't suck. I, I can't. I'll get you on that. But let, let's count, right? Yeah. He's got to play the British Open. Yep. Across the pond, Open Championship, NBC is listening. Then come back and play the Canadian Open. Yep. He wins it, yep. which is a grind yep. to win any PGA Tour event. It's a lot of wins homage. it. Then he's got to go to Akron. Yep. Playing the WGC, you know, he's Matt Macron. Now he's got to go to now he's got to go to PGA Championship, play four weeks in a row. What golfer ever does? Nobody does that. And by the way, it doesn't stop. The top guess what? forty don't. Everybody else, the
1: people on the Web.com or the back end of this tour would King love to Bradley play. And
0: Matt Kuchar do. Yeah, yeah, they would love to play twelve weeks in a row if they could. You're absolutely right. But then, okay, so that's four. Now he's got to go to. Now he's got. What does he what does he have after after PGA? FedEx playoffs. Okay, everyone's playing. Yes, four more weeks. In a, the guy's gonna play like and, nine and weeks. And by a row.
1: the way, do you know what the paycheck is if they win the FedEx? What I'm saying, 10 is- ten
0: million. It sort of puts
1: some. It, it can, <laughs> Sorry, it can put him. You get a chance to play for ten million. Life <laughs> fucking
0: is awful. It's not awful. <laughs> It's not awful. You could. Steve, if I'm, I was Dustin Johnson, yeah. I could make an argument that I'm at a severe disadvantage. Oh yeah, and then
1: by the way, you get to play in the Ryder Cup in September in, for, in Paris, France. The guy's not gonna have a week off for like oh, four months. Life's life <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. But I
1: agree. I, this this schedule will be better. Remember next year. I, I also get a Ryder a Cup free
0: for... I'm talking from one player's perspective there, because most players don't go play the RBC after, right. and then it's or fine. the Ryder. Yeah, a lot, right. Or a lot the players, FedEx Cup, and right. a lot of players don't play the FedEx Cup. So, th- so there's a lot of people that that tight schedule doesn't affect. Right. But if you do, you could have played the Barbasol play, John Deere if you really want to. If you if you had to play in the RBC this year, you kind of got fucked on schedule. Well, because Keegan you're took an, like six or seven. Your or
1: example, so. Keegan took a pretty nice paycheck and actually got in. You know, helped his world wing quite oh, a bit from playing. We're world. not
0: talking paychecks. I get it. Like everyone. Well, just this, this is Everyone who plays good golf on tour gets a nice paycheck. Like I would, mm-hmm. I'd give up anything, besides my lovely wife, of course, to play each week and earn a couple hundred thousand dollars just making the cut or whatever. I and, You know, I would love that. I'm just saying, if Dustin wants to add major championships, it sucks to grind out a win at RBC after the British Open, then have to go to Firestone, then have to go to PGA. Like, Listen, fucking drained. I, I'm with you, and I think this
1: new schedule alleviates some of that. Right. With moving it up, right, because it will front load a little bit more of the schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm not here making excuses or feeling sorry for these guys.
0: I don't yeah, and I think maybe that's a fair point. I don't all right. feel I your don't boy, feel sorry your boy for in the red shirt, Mr
1: Tiger today. Mm-hmm. he flew straight from there and practice today at six AM in Saint Louis before media
0: or yeah. anyone opened
1: the doors and then it's he not spent like, all day in bed. He's not sitting
0: sorry. He's not sitting in thirty eight B, right? I mean he's no. He's <laughs> no. he he's probably got a, a back room playing full of lots of things he likes. Careful. Anyways. Careful. Um, <laughs> my boy Tiger, take on him. Yeah. Love seeing him back in the mix. Let, yeah. Let's let's just talk about Tiger for sure. a minute here. Cause it's my you, favorite topic. We, we always got to do this, right? I mean, most golf podcast probably would put it at the top. but yeah, We're gonna just right. we're end. waiting to <laughs> the end. There's nothing better than having him back in the mix for golf. I am I am loving this golf season on TV. I I can't get enough of it. Um, yeah, I'm scared about one thing. What's so that? This is kind of an off take. Let's hear it. He's going to hurt himself again. I don't so think so quickly. I do not think so. The Here's back the is fused. I'm, bro. I'm not Dr. James Andrews. The I'm bu- not the doctor. The Dr. back James. is fused. He can't hurt. So him. I've had the surgery before. I don't have a fused back, but I've had a disectomy before. Let's. And and I'm not. A, I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm not a surgeon. I'm not a doctor. But I know that the first time he came back way too early, which is why he's had to have two or three of them, yep. right? But I I can tell you one thing. I'm sure you've played with other semi-professional golfers. Maybe you've had, maybe you've played in some Ams. Maybe we've played with some Web.com guys sure. or some other things at, at our at, in yeah, our yeah, past. Yeah. I've seen a guy in front of my face that I'm playing with swing 118 miles an hour, and yeah. thought, holy shit! Like, how can anybody swing harder than that? Yeah. And I've been to tour events. We have. We've been to Riviera together. We've, we've seen him mash the ball. Tiger Woods, for a time period when he came back with the fuse back averaged like 126 mile an hour swing speed. He gets it up to 128 and a half. One week, he had the fastest swing speed yep. on the entire far. tour. Thus far. On the, enti- in the entire tournament, he had the hardest swing yep. on the entire tour. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Nobody wants to criticize so, this, but you can get by, Tiger. First of all, you'll probably hit more fairways because you can't find a fucking fairway to <laughs> yeah. in his life. Second of all, you don't need to swing 128 miles an hour. To win golf tournaments on the PGA Tour. You're like You're an old man, Tiger. I'm sorry. I love you, yeah. but you are not Rory. Yeah, he's an old man. You are not Rory. Yeah. And you, you are not John Rahm. You are not Ooh, Dustin Johnson. Spanish. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying in terms of youth. I agree. Like you agree. are not and, and, Dustin's older, but and, you're, and
1: Hank Haney makes this point too, that Tiger's greatest flaw is that he's still obsessed with distance. And he still feels like the only way that he can compete and win on tour is being able to hit it as long and as far and as consistent of those guys. And he certainly just can't. Really? I don't think Tiger's going to get hurt. I think this is his fuse back. Um, I have obviously a financial interest in how well Tiger does, <laughs> as I admitted earlier in this podcast. But yes, I think golf's better. I think obviously television viewership's up. Ticket sales are up all because of it. one big guy. Love it. And, like, you got to remember, December last year, he was 1,200th ranked in the world. And within, you know, less than a year, got to top 50. Um, And I think after Aquin, I think somewhere like 46, 47 as of this morning, if I
0: remember. It's so absolutely amazing. Remarkable. Yeah, I mean, to think about where he was, I mean, even in the fall. Like, he didn't know during President's Cup whether he'd be able to come back and... Here we are in the middle of the summer, and he's been in contention in majors, been in contention in PGA Tour events. He, he's just been around. He's done... I mean, I can't credit the guy enough for having, you know, at least the willpower and focus to come back and make it happen. Yeah, I mean,
1: we got, the, we got the pleasure of watching him walk down Riviera. That's right. On a beautiful Friday afternoon this year. Yeah, him and Rory
0: just shooting the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? It's been amazing to watch him come back. I honestly just hope he hones this in a little bit. Because I you are not concerned about it about no. the injuries, but what what about what happened to his knee? What happened to his ankle? Like this is all the guy if you if you I was watching Guy the, won the during, US Open on a broken leg. Right. That's not something you should do. Like he, probably not. He did it because he's that much better than fucking Rocco Mediate. Like if he was if he was facing okay, but he's Steve also and better. Rory McElroy that week, there's no way right, Lee, right Westwood the was, the Lee
1: Westwood was in the field
0: come on i want to pour you some more wine oh shit come on. We're out. We're out. Uh, uh, are out you not Lee a Lee Westwood, Westwood guy I love By Lee way, Westwood he never won a major so a very underrated hot wife I have dudes follow the Instagram <laughs> yeah at Wimbledon it's great uh, yeah yeah I like Lee Westwood good guy younger like heart career wins Lee Westwood
1: Jordan Spieth I think it might be. I think it might be westwood. I'm just saying. I think it might be westwood.
0: Oh, you mean at the end? I mean total. Right now. You mean when speed retires? No, 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 no. I mean like right now. Of course, it's. I mean, it's probably westwood. Well, just like I just don't devalue like he might be one of the best golfers in the world. Yeah, I think I think if you win on tour a lot like there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. I still think, and again, I now I'm gonna sound like it's it's almost like a a hater. it's almost like a hater take, but it's not. Like, I want to see Tiger win. I want to see Tiger keep going. Tiger would have so many. I mean, he'd still be pretty close to where he is right now, right? But if you put if you put 25 to 34-year-old Tiger Woods mm-hmm. in, on tour today, he'd still have a lot of majors. He'd still have a ton of PGA Tour wins, but he wouldn't have as many. Let me check my notes. He would not have it. Our mate. producer
1: is telling us to wrap this shit up. Our producer is Steve's lovely wife, by the way. That's right. <laughs> I um,
0: keep these
1: boys in check. So, uh, this was fun.
0: Anything else? <laughs> 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 we didn't even finish the topic. Yeah, we, we did. We,
1: they they love their tiger talk. This truck. isn't we'll a back. live
0: radio show. We're not. We can we can we can cut things out, but we got to finish the tiger take. I,
1: I got my tiger take. He's gonna win. I got. A high interest that he does win. I think he wins this year, if not this last major of FedEx uh, playoff event. All right. I think he'll probably win. Interesting is if he goes to Fry's or not, if he plays any of the fall event.
0: Fry's is the one he's played before. Don't know if he goes or not. I doubt it. I don't think he does. Okay. Uh, I think he'll keep on uh, contending. I think he'll win a PGA Tour event soon. don't think he wins at pga this week we haven't talked about pga predictions i think it's too tight and the rough will be too punishing i think too many birdies right i think
1: he's he's better at a grind new british open style where it's tough to make birdies yeah i I don't this i think will be a birdie fest especially how soft it is yeah i i would agree with that you got a prediction
0: yeah it's like jt baby Back to back.
1: JT. If
0: BK did it, JT can do it. I'm thinking Speed comes off the rails this That's, week. You're he, nuts. Uh, he's or putting I should great. Say, I should say he comes back on the rails. He's putting great. He's actually. You're, you're going to you're Career Grand Slam did this week. Show. Yeah, I think Speed's going to Career wow. Grand Slam this Hello. week. Big take. Phil Nicholson will did keep doing bad dance commercials.
1: Okay, great.
0: Did uh, you see him dance? That's awesome. With the worm? Yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk about that. We but We can, can do that next need week. To. Yeah, Spieth this week, I think. Um, I'd love to see my boy Ricky do it, but I, I don't know if he has four rounds of golf in him. I've just lost confidence that he does.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll just bet against that and make some money. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, if you like what you heard, uh, please do us all a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Waggle whiff, and whiff. Waggle and whiff, baby. And uh, we would love if you left a five stars. Send us a comment
0: and tell us about your favorite story. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back next week. We'll do this once a week. Give us five stars if you liked it. Or tell us we fucking suck. (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Bye.